0: It's Monday, which means it's personal finance time and we're taking a look at insurance uh, with everything going up. Insurance policies and insurance premiums would have no doubt gone up at the start of the year. If they haven't uh, already, then you are one of the lucky few that might still be uh, waiting on increases to take effect. Uh, But when we look at insurance and when we look at this very long month that has been January, uh, we often find ourselves thinking this could probably be an area to save on if things... Are feeling stretched. Joined on the line by Tabo Twalo of Santam Broker Solutions. He's the chief underwriting officer at Santam uh, to take a look at this. Good evening, Tabo. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, with everything going up, the first thought naturally is, of course, to say uh, perhaps I can cut back and I cannot have insurance or uh, I can just cancel the insurance premium and I'll set it up uh, again later. Why should insurance not be uh, looked at so negatively in that light?
1: Good evening, Jimmy, and uh, good evening to your listeners as well. Um, I think, you know, there's a few things to consider uh, before you take that decision. One is very often the items that we insure are items that actually we are still paying off, uh, be it your house, uh, which might still have a bond on it, or be it your car that you might still be paying off. And the worst thing that could happen is if something happens to either of those items and one, you have it you don't have its use, uh, you don't have a car, and you still have to pay off something that you actually don't have. So to protect against that, it's a good idea to still have some insurance cover we can talk about uh, how much insurance cover to, to have, but it's it's never a good idea to totally cancel your insurance cover, especially on items where you still owe. I think obviously the other reason is if something does happen, you know, you know not having a vehicle, uh, for example, can impact your ability to get to work or, or the cost thereof. So it's not only the cost of the vehicle itself, it's what life could possibly be the the extra expenses that would come up if you don't have that uh, use of that asset. So Those are at least two reasons why the decision to cut down on insurance is maybe a little bit more complicated than some people assume.
0: Mm. Let's look at um, some of the other decisions that need to be made uh, there, Tabo. We've heard of people saying, or insurance companies at least, saying you can actually review your policy, but not many people know what that means. How is that different to having the the, the policy continue as is, and what can be some of the benefits of uh, reviewing a policy?
1: Thanks that's a very good question Jimmy. I mean I think there's a there's a few things that as consumers we should just get into in the habit of and that's one of them is reviewing your insurance coverage at least on an annual basis. So I mean the first thing you want to look at is the amount of the amount that you are insured for that it is comparable to the value of the assets that you that you are insuring. So the example I can share was with my wife's ring which we revalued um a, a few months ago only to realize that the amount that stated in the in our insurance policy and the value of the ring are totally different and if something were to happen to the to that ring we would be underinsured. um so so that is something that as consumers we just need to be careful of and that can apply to uh specified items like like rings But it can also apply to to items that increase in value over time. So if you've bought a couch for 6,000 Rand like 10 years ago, the value of that couch might have gone up. And if you're still insuring it for 6,000 Rand, uh, you might get a 6,000 Rand if something were to happen to that couch, but that might not be enough money. To actually buy a couch of this of the same value that you had, that you bought ten years ago.
0: Mm. Tabor, uh, what about some other tips to help clean up the policies? I mean, obviously the underinsurance and and planning for that is one such example. But what other um, useful uh, things can consumers do with their insurance policies to help them save money not only now but in the long term as well?
1: I think, in the short term, it's also just looking at what is in your insurance policy for for example, you want to consider if if you have cell phones that you are that you are covering, so it's common that when you purchase a new cell phone, you might add it to your policy. but what we might not do is actually take off the old cell phone that we are no longer using that you might have given away to to someone or sold or sold off take that off your policy so that you are not being overcharged for what you are what you are covering i mean the same is true for other assets in your household that you might over time get rid of just make sure that what is sitting in your policy is consistent with what is in um, what you what is actually in your house with respect to your vehicles i, I think we all know that uh, over time vehicles actually reduce in value so here, it's always important to check that the value of your, the value that your vehicle is insured for, is close to the market value. So what you'd actually get if you were to sell that vehicle, uh, given its uh, its age and the mileage that might be on the clock and the make and model of the vehicle. I think an, another tip is if you have a lifestyle change. Um, so for example, you know you now no longer uh, office bound and you're now working from home. Therefore the the extent to which you use your vehicle on a daily basis might be might be reduced and therefore it's worth looking at options that can save you premium uh, premiums because you're no longer using your car every day or just using it for very short distances because you now have a new job or you're working you're working from home so these are some tips that can help actually save you some Uh, some money without having to cancel your policy.
0: Mm. Tawa, I like that you bring up the uh, car example uh, as one, but the other example you brought up earlier as well was on uh, just in general the debt that you have. And is it wise to insure certain uh, types of debt, um, whether it's things like uh, the the, the car that you're still paying off, the house that you're still paying off, or even a credit card uh, that still has a balance? Is it wise to keep certain uh, types of insurances on debt?
1: You know, if we look at credit cards, I think the, the 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 thing to consider there is actually if something were to happen to you, what the last thing you want to do is to leave your loved ones with the burden of having to also deal with the your your debt. So uh, credit uh, uh, type insurances will actually assist with with assist with that. But in general, anything that you have, any any asset that you have that you still owe, it's always a good idea to continue with your insurance. You can adjust your insurance uh, if you you absolutely need to, to only cover the extent to which you are in debt. So if your car is, you know, if, you, if your car is worth 200,000, but you only have 50,000 rent debt left, so it is also possible, um, I wouldn't necessarily advise it, but it's also possible to only insure Ensure it for a lower value in order to to ensure that if something were to happen at at a absolute minimum that that debt is paid off.
0: Tabo, hmm. can we take a look at the insurance in light of uh, natural disasters? We've seen an increase in things like floods and hail uh, of late. Um, what should consumers be looking at from their insurance policies to ensure that they're adequately covered for these natural events? Um, is there additional cover that can be taken out? Is is uh, Do insurance companies automatically account for that uh, in the underwriting process um, now that we're seeing uh, an increased prevalence of Sort of natural uh, occurrences.
1: Yeah, another excellent question, Jimmy. I think we the, f- the first thing you need to check in your policy is that you are covered for some of these natural perils. As you correctly state, the because of the high incidence of flooding, for example, some insurers have started to curtail the cover that they provide for flooding for, for flooding and so it's it's of critical importance to ensure that if you are you know to ensure that your policy actually covers flood and the conditions that are related to the to the coverage of of, of flood are also are, are also clear to you and updated as well um because you definitely don't want to be caught in a situation where you think you're covered for something when in reality you are not um so but but to your, to your to your point uh natural catastrophes have certainly been on, on the rise in the last few years and and think even in recent months we've seen major hailstorms here in joburg uh we've seen flooding in the in in the in the, in the western cape and in kwazulu natal so so and, and insurers are responding as well by by increasing premiums for this coverage one of the things that you can look at in order to also try and save maybe on some of these costs is to look at the first amount payable or, or what we call an excess uh, in the event, event of a claim. So if you increase your excess to a certain amount, then insurers are more willing to maybe reduce your premium uh, that, that, that you pay for that particular coverage.
0: Well, we'll have to leave it at that. And hopefully uh, this has provided our listeners with some very useful insights on how to manage uh, your insurance going into uh, the new year. There's no need to cancel it. Review your policy, review it every year. And you might find that you can find unique areas to save on. Thanks so much, Tabo. That's Tabo uh, Twalo, who is the Chief Underwriting Officer at Suntum Broker Solutions, uh, sharing some insights on how to make the most of your insurance policy.